Welcome to the FIBIS podcast. FIBIS stands for the Federation of Business Information Services. Its mission is to promote the commercial information industry and to support the needs and interests of business information providers and associated service providers for their customers worldwide. For more information, visit our web at www.fibis.org and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. The Fibis podcast will bring you insights into the area of regulatory affairs affecting the business information industry, industry trends and many other subjects. If you are interested in or related to the business information industry, subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned. My name is Silvia Amaral, and in today's episode, Stephanie Verilak Marzan, our FIBIS Institutional and Regulatory Affairs Coordinator, is joining us for some valuable insights. Stephanie, welcome and thank you for joining the FIBIS podcast. My pleasure, Silvia. In today's episode, we are going to close the analysis of the five key topics that FIBIS Regulatory Committee as currently on its short-term roadmap. We will talk about financial data, including late payments, and why this is even a more relevant topic in the aftermath of the coronavirus. Yes, yeah, so Sylvia, as you said, I mean, the uh, financial debt, uh, data is, is really key. We all know that. And the EU has been instrumental in trying to get an overall and overarching uh, EU legal instrument on finance in general for a long time. This all started already uh, with the capital, with the first capital market union uh, pushed forward in uh, 2015. Uh, and the capital market union is the central action plan for financial markets and for banking union in the EU. So it's a very large um, plan for all that relates to uh, to the finance world, if I can say so. Uh, but also to uh, related to uh, small businesses, related to uh, financial information, to uh, banking, to the banking sector. So it's a, it's a very wide uh, plan. And uh, the Capital Market Union has already been rolled out for six years. So it started, the first one started in, uh, in 2015. And it's currently undergoing uh, the, light, the last revision. So the last revision uh, was adopted uh, at the end of uh, 2020, so this year. Uh, it's Every time there is a revision, it's kind of an addition, if you want. So it's, uh, it's considering the uh, global uh, overall uh, environment, uh, financial, economic environment, and trying to, to set up some new initiatives inside the Capital Markets Union plan to adapt them, make them more fit for the, uh, for the global environment or for the, um, for the overall uh, sector. So, of course, uh, in 2020, uh, COVID uh, was there. Uh, the COVID outbreak took everybody by surprise. And in the economic world, it has been uh, a black year that uh, probably uh, we didn't have for, uh, for a long time. Uh, 
Among all the items that are contained in the Capital Market Union last revision, some of them are directly connected to the issue of financial information or financial data. And because of the COVID outbreak, it became uh, very clear and crystal clear uh, within a few uh, weeks, I would say, not even months, uh, that getting financial uh, data on companies and on small, on small businesses uh, was uh, really, really important. Uh, so, of course, there's been all the um, all the different uh, national plans, the uh, European also recovery plan to help companies uh, who were uh, in lockdown or who were uh, shut down, uh, also to help them sustain. And one of the key items in there was also to uh, to put in place some uh, uh, guaranteed loans, for example, or to put in place some uh, inf some. Uh, 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 tax alleviation, uh, some uh, social uh, taxes lifts uh, to help uh, also workers and to compensate uh, people who couldn't go to work. And uh, there were some some plans put forward by the national governments and also by the EU as a as an umbrella. I would say, uh, view on that. So it it's been really really. Uh, key in uh, in the past uh, year and a half uh, to try and get as accurate uh, financial information as uh, as possible and one of the elements for example uh, that is contained in the capital markets union uh, and re directly related to the issue of financial information is this question of uh, ESAP we already talked about in a previous episode relating to data so you see that the two things are linked and uh, cross-linked, let's say. But ESAP uh, stands for the uh, European Single Access Point. And the idea is to enable better uh, connection of existing business registers or uh, any type of information uh, on companies uh, on that in order to uh, to have some more uh, flexible uh, information flows going there. And this is really relating to uh, financial information. So uh, this has been proposed as one of the points of the new uh, CMU action measures. So you, you see the direct effect. Another important, another very important element related to financial information and also somehow related to the capital market union uh, goes back with a crucial issue. We've seen that in the past year with the pandemic and we're still seeing it now, very important. This is the question of late payments. So the late payment issue has already been flagged out by the European Union as a key item for the EU recovery uh, for, and, and it has been on the EU radar for uh, quite some years. Um, moreover, now that the crisis seems to be underway and that as I said, guaranteed state loans, which provided support to all closed down businesses will progressively be phased out. Uh, a lot of, uh, of uh, analysts and of, um, of uh, people active in the uh, financial sector are expecting some uh, late payment uh, issues to kick in uh, more thoroughly uh, in the second half of 2021. So the question of, of late or non-payment is key. Uh, 
because it accounts for a lot of uh, of uh, of uh, financial uh, weight. It has a lot of financial weight, let's say, in the EU, and uh, it's considered that that uh, late or non-payment uh, can be the major reason of one in four insolvencies in Europe. One in four. One, one fourth of, uh, of insolvencies or liquidations are somehow coming for, uh, for, uh, from a problem of a, a late payment or a non-payment causing a cascade um, liquidation because the, when uh, your uh, client uh, is, uh, is uh, undergoing a liquidation, then you, ha you also have an issue because uh, you can expect that uh, you're not going to get uh, your money. And uh, that's why it's so important to get an, a very um, thorough information about clients and suppliers' financial uh, status just to make sure that uh, you can expect uh, your trade credit to, to, remain, uh, to remain even or not to deter deteriorate, I would say. And, uh, and this, we've seen with the pandemic that this was really, really important because uh, with the COVID uh, outburst, it was even very difficult sometimes just to know if a business was still alive. Uh, with the close down, with the uh, subsidies, with the public su subsidies, some uh, businesses have been uh, maybe subsidized, which they they wouldn't have been in between bracket normal times. So uh, it's uh, it's getting difficult, and the uh, the EU is currently working on the uh, issue of late payments uh, in uh, order to fight this and to to try to prevent uh, these uh, alleged cascade liquidations to kick in, uh, the EU has been working on two streams. The first one is uh, is regarding the regulatory uh, part. So uh, the question uh, comes on the table to revise uh, the EU late payment directive or if not a full revision to ensure that there is a better implementation of this directive into member states' internal laws. And one of the key items in in there is uh, to ensure a better harmonization uh, of the way uh, the late payment directive has been transposed uh, regarding payment terms regarding uh, the uh, uh, penalties when you have uh, late payments regarding also the uh, interaction between um, between the uh, uh, business and uh, the public sector, uh, also the questions of, uh, of uh, public markets, this kind of thing. So uh, this is one stream. The second stream on which the EU is also working related to late payment uh, is uh, the question of second chance and of, of giving um, entrepreneurs who fail uh, the possibility to have a better rebound and to have a better second chance and to, to change a little bit the, the mindset to say it, you can fail, it doesn't mean that uh, you can't rebound and you should you should try again, right? And you should be, uh, you shouldn't lose the entrepreneurial spirit. So um, to do that, the EU has revised the insolvency directive uh, to ensure this better rebound possibilities. And one of the key points in there is also that uh, they want to push forward a better harmonization of uh, insolvency laws in the EU, which are very, very different 
from one member state to the other. And of course, if you want to promote cross-border uh, trade, which is uh, the all uh, the global aim, let's say, of the uh, EU internal market, then you need to have comparable insolvency laws also in the various uh, countries. Regarding the first uh, stream or the first item that I just spoke about, so the uh, possible revision of the uh, late payment directive or the better implementation. Uh, FEBIS has been working uh, directly on that and is currently, this is very timely, we're currently involved uh, in a project because uh, the European Commission uh, has uh, undergone a consultation by a consultant on uh, the late payment directive and on the feasibility of uh, putting in place an EU uh, observatory of late payment to get more information consolidated at EU level on uh, the status of late payment and uh, and uh, their uh, risk, let's say, uh, they, they have on the global economy. So, um, FEBIS is involved in, uh, in this uh, discussion. We already had several discussions with the consultants working on that. And the overall idea is to see how business information providers could help flagging out early warning mechanisms to small businesses or, or to any businesses, but in particular to small businesses to help them prevent li liquidations. So this is uh, this is the uh, the one of the major items we are working on at the moment, and uh, of course, key a key point for business information providers because with the information you're having on businesses, it's also um, a good point to uh, to show when uh, trade credit is at risk, and uh, the early warning uh, processes could really be uh, instrumental in helping uh, companies better uh, fight their late payment and better assess their financial information and their financial state status sorry uh, in order to uh, prevent these uh, liquidations to kick in so this was in a nutshell uh, the uh, question of uh, financial information financial data of course we could comment more on uh, other instruments but uh, this is probably the major one we are uh, seeing right now at the eu level Thank you, Stephanie. It has been a pleasure to have you guiding us through these topics, helping us understand a bit better what they are about and the implications they might bring to our activities and uh, to our members' activities. So see you soon in the Phoebe's podcast for more relevant content in the regulatory affairs field. Thank you very much, Sylvia. We would love to hear your feedback and thoughts for future episodes. You have been listening to the Phoebe's podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe. Thank you for listening.